0: Hey guys, welcome back to our second episode of Internal Conflicts featuring your hosts, Rebecca, Sarah, and Miriam. So today we're going to be talking about a variety of topics. The first one being the most talked about topic uh, ju- on Jesse Smollett. So does anyone know what's been going on with him lately?
1: Yeah, I heard about it.
0: Yeah, I think the story has been developing really, really fast. Okay, well, just to give you guys a brief brief backstory just in case anyone hasn't heard. So justin Smollett is a pretty well known actor in Hollywood. Um he's acted on a famous show called Empire. And he is he does identify as gay, so he is a gay male actor. So he recently staged an attack against him where he hired two male actors to um attack him and call out a bunch of like racial slurs and Just gay slurs against him. And a lot of people believed that the attacks were real, but then the police couldn't find any evidence on it. So that's why it's now known that this was a staged thing and he was actually arrested for it. So anybody want to just give their thoughts on this? Well, alleged.
1: Well, yeah, the story Uh, was pretty pretty, um, sketchy from when it first came out, but I was just kind of waiting to hear more about it.
0: I agree. I did. I do believe that it was really sketchy. Like when I first saw it on social media, I saw that nobody like not a single person, you know, said that they witnessed the attacks. Even the police were trying to investigate it and they couldn't find any cameras because you got to think this happened in Chicago, you know. And and while I've never been to Chicago, I'm going to assume that, you know, like there's cameras and stuff like that. Like he was eating at a subway and then he said he left the subway and he got attacked. So I agree that this thing, this story,
2: sounded sketchy from the beginning. You know, so I'm glad it wasn't just me. Yeah, I was slow to react. Like usually, when there's like mass attention on something that's obviously that's like controversial like that, I'm like I'm slow to react because I'm skeptical. I, like I'm suspicious about people that just do things for attention. But I say alleged because it it's teetering back and forth. It would stink if people's emotions were played with that much. Like, where first we feel sorry for him, and then and then we feel that he's lying, and then we feel sorry for him again because he was right all along. Like, it's just way too confusing and controversial, and that's, that's just something that I try to stay away from until all is revealed.
1: Right. I just don't know if he thought his actions all the way through. Like, I understand he was trying to make a point, but did he not think about how this would all actually play out?
0: I mean, here's the thing. You're talking about a celebrity who, I mean, he's he's no A-lister, so he's going to want to do whatever it takes to get on top. I mean, he's a gay he's a gay actor. Why wouldn't he, you know, want to stage something like this just to get just for like some sort of publicity stunt? You know, they do say that every, any publicity is good publicity, right?
1: Yeah, I think it just comes down to him needing to be content where he was at. I mean, sure he wasn't an A-list celebrity, but he was on a pretty on a pretty, you know, A-list show. He was doing pretty well in his career. I can't see any reason why he would want to do something like that for attention.
2: Yeah, I I think we don't know, but when I watched when I watched <laughs> the interviews um with his brothers and sisters standing up for him it's like they they know like they have to know like we all know each other as siblings we all know what what things we would get ourselves wrapped up in and i i, I guess like when I, as i'm watching their brothers and sisters support him i'm all for a united front but i'd also i just wish that they could um maybe be a little honest and say like you know yeah he was Struggling mentally or something like that or his character hasn't always been all there and so we're not surprised But they put up a pretty sturdy united front. So that brings you back to believing that he was actually a victim. So It's like we don't know so question. So since this
0: podcast obviously involves us as sisters Are you saying that let's say you were to stage something like this Sarah you wouldn't be offended or take it personal if one of us was to be honest and say, "Well, you know what? She was always, you know, a cooked up crazy person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're saying that you wish that his no, siblings would... were to be honest.
2: I don't want you. I wouldn't want you to smear my image. But I guess, like, <laughs> I guess I take that back. <laughs> Like you you guys all know. Okay, so for example, the last dream that she had, didn't you say you're like, oh yeah, Sarah was Sarah was crying. You know how she's always sensitive. Like it's like let let that filter through so that we can at least understand. Like if he was if he's really sensitive, if you if he was struggling in some way, then say that. I that would that would gain my sympathy. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. But I have to say though that. The abc interview i didn't i did not know what was going on all i knew in the beginning was that there was something that happened to him there was the the crime that he said that he said happened to him and then that interview on abc was uploaded to youtube and so i clicked on it i didn't know that that it was it had turned out to be a lie of some sort and when i watched the, inter- the interview on abc like i could sort of see like he he did a lot of filibustering like he kind of made funny voices and Mm -hmm. like to me, it felt like he was trying to rub elbows with the audience. And this is like Mm -hmm. a serious topic. Like, why are we talking about where you would eat? Like, Oh, I don't want to eat at Jack in the box. I wanted to eat at subway. Like, okay, you're going, you're going (laughs) a little off off topic here. Like it was just kind of weird to watch.
0: I just want to say that a lot of celebrities are still supporting him, even though this turned out to be a hoax and then, I don't know if you guys know this, but Jesse Smollett, well, I mentioned this earlier when I was describing the story, that he said that the actors that he hired were yelling out racial slurs, and he even made it political and tried to turn it on like the campaign of, of Trump and all of that. And yes, there is racism in this country and gays are being oppressed on a daily, but that, that does not mean that someone needs to create some sort of hoax to you know, kind of like further shed light on the issues of America. I don't know. That's well, just my what opinion. What happened
1: was, I think what happened was he, um, he tried to incorporate the racial slurs and to make it political. But as soon as the higher ups got involved, uh, as soon as they got involved, um, he took it back and said, that's not actually what happened because that's when it kind of be, became a little bit more serious. I don't think that he knew that they were going to actually conduct a full on investigation. He, that's what he really effed up.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and my thing is that I feel like his hoax takes away from the real issues that's happening. I mean, don't you guys agree? Do you know what I mean by that? Like I'm saying that if you're going to fake something like this, you're take, you're, you're basically kind of taken away from people actually getting oppressed on a daily
2: for being gay and for being black in America. I agree. I think he's like he's an actor, maybe he felt that it was his job. And he like he could be like that channel because he's an actor, he could hire two actors, it could be sort of like a demonstration. And it's not any but it's like it. It's not it wasn't his job to bring attention to that to this issue because we all know that we all know that the homosexual the LGBTQ community is targeted. And so are African Americans. I just, I don't know. I don't think
0: that he thought this carefully through. Like Miriam said earlier, I think that he is just a simple-minded actor who just wanted to get publicity. I don't think that he staged his, this whole entire hoax to try and, like, for any sort of good, really. I think that he did more bad than good to himself, and I think he insulted the LGBT community
2: and African Americans, Yeah, I agree. And now, for me personally, the next big controversial hate crime that we hear about from a celebrity, I'm gonna, again, be slow to react, because I'm skeptical. Same here. But at the same time, my heart goes out to those that are actually really targeted and the attention is not put on them, and who are injured way more than, and you know, I know a cut on the face is painful, but there are people who are sodomized. My heart goes out to to those cases. So let's move on to the next topic. Rebecca, can you just lower your mic just a little bit? Because like I'm looking at the levels, and when it goes all the way up to red, it's too high. Okay, do I lower it by using this bar? Yeah, I think it's better. Okay. Yeah, that's right better. Right here? All right. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Ellis scared, scared the crap out of me!
0: You're literally the most dramatic person I've ever met.
2: Yo, he snuck up behind me. <laughs> Go lay down. Why He's, like He skipped. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to the next
0: He's literally topic. He's going to be jumping and just over nothing, like...
2: So, next topic okay. is dating game, man. How are we, how are we um, gracefully entering... I don't entering you
0: know if <laughs> feel- you I don't really know if I feel comfortable talking about that. I'm not gonna talk about my personal experience with that. I'm not. So we need to scratch that out. I'm sorry, like I'm not. Wait, Mary, you wanna talk about it? What Dating it? gay men.
1: Dating gay men? Yes. That is that's something perfectly normal to talk about. Like how do you expect to succeed on a podcast if you don't talk about yourself?
2: Well how do how do we how do we gracefully enter into this topic?
0: Okay, we have to say that this is becoming an issue among women in general because our audience is women, right?
2: Yeah. Do you guys remember that True Life episode? The name of the episode is Beyond Me, but it was basically about women who dated homosexual men. If you met a man who were, who was bisexual or homosexual, but he liked dating women, do you think you'd be able to function in a relationship What do you guys think?
0: So I'm just going to speak from experience. Um, and this is not something that I share every day, but being that this is a podcast, you know, we're getting candid. Just say it. it. It's not easy. Okay. (laughs) I met a guy on Tinder last year and we dated for a little while. And, um, How do I say this? Okay.
2: He was also on (laughs) Grinder.
0: Yeah, I get you can say that. I mean, yeah, he was on Grinder and and like I didn't I found out, you know, and I confronted him on it and he didn't he didn't have anything to say to me. He denied nor um accepted it or or admitted it. So for myself, I don't wanna be with a man who is attracted to both men and women. That's just my personal um, opinion on dating. So I let, so I let it go. But here's the thing that bothered me the most. I didn't like that he denied it. I wanted him to admit that he was attracted to both men and women. Because if you're gonna be on Grinder, obviously you're attracted to men. I mean, am I right or am I right?
2: You're right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've definitely had a few experiences where maybe I. Maybe I didn't get, like, actual hard evidence that the person might have been going the other way, but I had a lot of, like, thoughts, maybe. I think my gaydar goes more towards, like, how guys have sex. Like, Obama, he mentioned that as a man, you know, why do you you need to have, like, eight females, like, twerking on you if you're confident in yourself? It's things like that that I kind of look into. So, for example, I once, I guess, dated a guy who wanted to, like, do it in... What's the right word for this? Anally? He wanted to do it... Yeah, he wanted to do it anally. And, like, I said that that just wasn't my preference. Like, we can just do it the other way. It's fine. But he made it a really big deal that... I didn't want to do it anally. I told him I'd never did it before. And, I mean, the the other way was just fine. I mean, there was no complaints there. But it's the only thing that I didn't want to do was anally. And he made it a big deal to the point where I started to kind of question his sexuality as far as why he was so pressed on wanting to do it anally. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of like a really mild thing to to kind of catch on to, but those are the small things that make me think, hmm, what's the intent behind this?
0: But I don't think it's dumb. I actually use those same clues to sort of decipher, you know, a man's sexuality. I also believe that if a man is so pressed on doing that, wanting to do that, have sex that way, that... I'm going to question his sexuality as well. So I don't think that you were, you know, overthinking it because with that guy that I told you about, where I did have hard evidence that he was on Grindr, he was always pressed on doing that as well. And I'm just going to stop there because I feel like one day our mom's going to listen to this.
2: <laughs> well, I, I don't think my experience counts. Like, I haven't been in that many relationships. I couldn't be in a relationship with a guy who was attracted to men and women like I think one of my biggest nightmares is being in a relationship like being in love with someone and then finding out that they're that they're not attracted to women and We've built the family and now they're leaving to go and be with their sexual preference I I just I think it's kind of selfish to build a family with a man who. Who initially indicated that he's attracted to me as a woman? He's attracted to women. He's committed to building a family, and we've gone ahead and built a family. And they decide midway that they want to leave the family to go and be with his sexual preference. I think that's kind of selfish.
0: But you said that it it, it would be terrifying to, have, to build a life with a with someone with a man, and then they all of a sudden want to just switch switch genders or whatever. Yeah. And they're well, attracted. not not.
2: Not all of a sudden, like they've always known, but they are just like giving it a try and basically wasting my time.
0: Well, wasting your time, I think that's kind of harsh to say because we don't know what it feels like to struggle with gender identity. We've always been comfortable with being women, first of all. Second of all, um, yeah, it's hurtful. It's hurtful for the spouse such as Kris Jenner that had to go through that.
2: Terry McMillan, she appeared on the on the Oprah Winfrey Show and talked about, like, her heartbreak and the, like the moment she learned that her, now ex-husband, came out as gay. You know, she had to let go of a lot of anger. Those are the, those are the struggles that I would endure, if I had if I was dating someone and I had to find out that they don't even want to be with me. It's the same. It's heartbreak.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Kris Jenner went through that because nobody saw Caitlyn like becoming a transgender out of nowhere like
2: yeah
0: um but
2: uh well i, I don't know i, I
0: guess i'm I, well okay i'm just trying to figure out what sign i feel like there's all
2: the signs right yeah like i would rather be alone than in a locked in lockdown relationship like marriage having kids and miserable like I, I feel like I'm constantly searching for signs like not necessarily whether or not the person that I'm interested in is homosexual But just anything that turns me off about them just so I could just so I could know I'm obsessed with always being aware of what's in front of me And if I want to be in a relationship then I want to be in the relationship And if I don't then I don't have to be it's almost overbearing like I just have to know what's I just have to know my relationship all around fully
0: is there any way that you could speak and make people be interested? I'm just saying, like, sometimes I accidentally just, zoned out. Sometimes you just in dog- your
1: voice. <laughs> yeah, those are just things that we just have to, like, keep, like, remembering, because sometimes it's all in your voice. Yeah, you're very monotone.
0: So you might want to include some influxes in there, because I lost interest in everything that you were saying. <laughs> <Okay>. and, <laughs> It was, it was good. It was good content.
2: So sure. like, I just
0: couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't stay engaged. Like, I was just like, wow, like, when is she going to stop talking? Like.
2: <laughs> no, it's me now. We can just
0: move on to the next topic, shall we? Yeah. You are not natural if you don't trim off the chemicalized parts of your hair. That's how you're opening it? <laughs> Yes, because you guys seem to think that you're natural when you don't even cut off the dead parts of your yeah, hair. Like how are you that's natural? That's the argument.
1: What's the introduction though?
0: That's the introduction. I'll introduce it with an argument and you can combat it if you'd like.
1: It's kind of awkward. Like Maybe I never you're not natural. <laughs> <laughs> like is I, I don't know, I guess whatever. That works. Yeah, like what if they what if the ends just fall
2: out? How how? When I, when I first went natural, I didn't trim. I mean, I guess I got little trims at the hair salon. I never cut that my permed ends off the first time I went natural. I got little trims, and then my hair just transitioned to natural. And I wasn't planning on cutting my hair this time around, but I did.
1: Well, I've been natural for a few years now, and I consider myself to be natural. And I never did a big chop, and I don't plan on ever doing a big chop. You don't have to do the big chop to become natural. Um, as long as you transition healthy, then you're good. I
2: also think that if you don't follow a natural hair regimen,
1: you're not fully natural. What is considered um, not following a natural hair regimen?
2: Yeah, what is? Um, I would say maybe shampooing your hair a lot, not getting a regular trim and not get like not not regularly week by week catering to your hair like if you just like slap your hair in a ponytail every day and then you just pick it out like that's I would I would consider that to be a natural like committing to the natural hair lifestyle
1: I mean I think that the natural community is kind of doing the most because technically a natural head is something that doesn't have all of these new age products that we have in all these stores so whether you're not doing like the actual stuff to it and make it natural that doesn't make it less natural that just means that you're just not actually doing stuff to it
2: what I'm getting at is that when I went to Texas to visit Rebecca I was just really disappointed because she's been natural Rebecca's been natural for like two years and picking your hair is not good for your hair and then like using shampoo is not good just I just really would encourage you to take better care because you don't have to do the most like you know I don't get expensive products like I get the cheapest stuff but it's about like braiding your hair at night and like I know protective styles are expensive but it's just about like braiding your hair every night in little nighttime doo braids like just making sure that you're caring for your hair and not like neglecting it.
0: My hair is natural. I don't have any chemicals in my hair. I didn't do the big chop, but I, I trimmed every few weeks and okay. I don't have time to do a routine. Okay. So that's just what it comes down to. Okay. Understood. But I agree with Miriam in that a routine doesn't mean that your hair isn't natural. It just means that you're not taking care of your natural hair.
1: But yes, I'm um, using shampoo and I actually just learned um, that using shampoo is not the greatest. So I did transition from that to co-wash. And I like to do a co-wash too, but I don't do a
0: co-wash because I work out a lot and it's very dusty and sandy where I live. So I need a shampoo. I don't believe that a conditioner, a co-wash can remove the dirt from your hair. I mean, am I am I right or am I right? Yeah,
2: I, I cleansed. I cleanse once a month but like I, I guess I'm so against shampoo that I'll in my cleansing shampoo I'll put like a bunch of oil just to make sure that my oils aren't the oils aren't being stripped or I'll use like I love the
1: bentonite clay mask uh, I do recommend Miel's product because her shampoo is um, it, her, the, it's labeled as a shampoo conditioner so she made sure to even incorporate conditioner in her shampoo. And I think because, um, I think it's because we're really just transitioning away from, like, just shampoo in general. Who was that? Miel's? Miel, M-I-E-L-L-E. She's kind of like a modern day Madam C.J. Walker. Her products are the pink color, the pinkish color. Okay. You can look her up on Instagram. She's, she is definitely out there. That was the advertising for the podcast. (laughs) That'll conclude this week's segment. Let's drop our social medias, Rebecca.
0: My Instagram is ardentfro. That's Mm A-R-D-E-N-T-F-R-O.
1: My Instagram is S-R-H-J-E. And my Instagram is time and we want to leave you guys with a few questions do you consider the big chop to be the only way to go natural do you think jesse smollett did it and would you consider dating a man who's unsure of his sexuality also leave us with some topics that you want to hear for our next segment